And we welcome you to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The Atlanta Falcons postgame breakdown is presented by our friends at AT&T with DJ Shockley, West Durham. Great to have you with us. Uh, another tough Sunday for Atlanta. 31-27. The Falcons led 17 to nothing at the half. Bucks outscore Atlanta 31-10 in the second half. Tale of two halves? Absolutely, DJ. But couldn't ask for a better start if you were Atlanta today. Yeah, that's exactly how you want to start. You come out, you got a division opponent at home. You know what it means for them. You know what it means for you going into the rest mm -hmm. of the season. And the way you came out, I thought it was dominant on both yep. sides of the ball. I mean, you're talking about holding this Tampa Bay offense to 60 yards in the right. first half. You, know, you get a couple sacks on Brady. Offensively, you're moving the football up and down the field, throwing it. Uh, run game is something that uh, we haven't seen in a while. But uh, the pass game was there. You had everything to your advantage. And uh, the first half was kind of spot on and what you wanted. You were kind of running it enough, yeah. right? Because Ryan had a great first half as well. Uh, Matt threw a couple of touchdown passes. But then Tom Brady does what Tom Brady does, a big second-half comeback. So it's 17-0. Tampa gets the ball to start the second half. And here go the Buccaneers. Uh, they don't reach a third down. They have one third down in their first two possessions when they start to uh, start to make the comeback, or shot. Yeah, and I, I thought they they came out with a more aggressive approach in that second half. They started throwing the football more. They started using their play action game, right? Moving Brady around a little bit, some quick intermediate passes, and then they were starting to throw the football down the field, similar to what the Falcons were doing. So they had kind of uh, a lot of stuff to their advantage in the second half, and they did a good job of uh, getting that ball out of Brady's hands because the Falcons were getting to him in the first. All right, what play was – what down, rather, was probably be the more premium? Was it first down for Tampa, the fact they didn't get to really any third downs in the first two possessions? I thought the chunk plays – Dave mentioned it on the radio. I thought chunk plays, which were very limited in the first half. Yeah. I think Brady had one throw more than 10 yards down the field in the first half. He had three in that first touchdown drive of the second half. Yeah, they started to have time inside the pocket. There was one particular play where you see uh, Mike Evans comes across and he comes across in the shallow cross and he right. gets past that first little voided and then he gets going. They found some more one-on-one -on -one matchups. You see uh, Antonio Brown had a, hmm. a big catch down that left sideline. Uh, they created the explosive plays in this game, and they started to push the football down the field more. Even with, uh, you know, a couple guys in coverage, they forced the football down the field just to kind of lead the load from the Falcons. All right, here's the numbers now. I, wanna, I, I did a little math here just to make sure I got this right, and I'm using a calculator because if you know my math, it's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, the two quarterbacks today combined 65 of 94 for 746 yards and five touchdowns, Shock. Yeah, and, and you look at some of the other numbers – uh, you talk about Tampa Bay, Brady hit 10 different receivers. Right. Matt hit 11 different receivers in the ball game. So the distribution of it was all over the field. They threw it to anybody who was open. Yeah. I thought Matt did a good job of checking the ball down a couple times when he needed to when they trying to throw explosive. But Tom and that offense got going, and everybody was a huge contributor. All right, so the headlines, because Tampa won, the headlines may be that Brady outduels Ryan, okay, right. because of the second half comeback and the way things happened. But here's the other idea. The passer rating for Tom Brady, 110.4. The passer rating for Matt Ryan, 110.6. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much more of a, of a showcase. Ryan, by the way, goes 10th all-time in touchdown passes in the NFL. He's already toward the top 10 in passing yardage. I mean, Shock, you're seeing two you, – first of all, you're seeing a six-time Super Bowl champion and arguably one of the ten best quarterbacks in NFL history in Ryan. Yeah, and I, I thought both quarterbacks showed something that a lot of people talked about was gone from both teams, which was arm strength throwing a football down the field. I think we saw 
throws today out of both mm. quarterbacks that look like these guys are still in the prime. They still can sling it. They can put it anywhere on the field they want to, and they got guys on the outside that will go get it for them. All right. The Falcons shut down the Buccaneers in the first half. What were the keys there for you? Well, uh, I thought they did a good job of, of really mudding up the waters in the run game, but then they also forced Brady to throw the football sooner than he wanted to at times. Right. Even though they got to him a couple of times, they were edged, not a lot of guys separating either, so mm. it forced uh, the Tampa Bay to have a really tough time throwing the football down the field. Well, and the Falcons uh, got some good experience for some young guys. Some guys had to hold on now. A.J. Terrell, <laughs> that's a tough day. Mike Evans is a tough matchup. Yeah, week in and week out. We've talked about it the last couple of weeks. Mike Evans has been one of those type of guys who – because of his size, because of his speed, it's going to be a hard matchup. But Terrell, each week he asks for that particular job. Right. And he's done well, but he's going to learn more about playing against a guy like Mike Evans with that size. All right. Calvin Ridley, by the way, another fantastic ball game. Double-figure catch day. Ten catches on 14 targets, 163 yards. Uh, he had an Atlanta touchdown in the second period of play. Uh can't say enough about what Calvin Ridley's doing. He has been unbelievable. And I thought the fact that you, you haven't had Julio for the last couple of weeks, he mm. is taking this game to a new level. And regardless of them knowing that they're going to get the ball to Calvin, he continues to run every round and route tree, and he's been really explosive. And it's a lot to say when a guy comes out and has 14 targets and he catches 10 of them, and there's probably one or two that he says, hey, I should have came down with. But the guy continues to impress week in and week out, and he is always there for Matt Ryan when you need him. Oh, Russell Gage, by the way, was pretty good, too. He had the first touchdown, five catches for 68 yards. He had a play of over 25 as well. Uh, DJ, a couple things here before we wrap. Uh, Atlanta's going to be a prohibitive underdog in the last two ball games. On the road, Kansas City next week. They and the Saints going at it here uh, in just a few moments. And, of course, the regular season finale at Tampa. Uh, what are you seeing? Dave talked about in the in the tail end, right at the start of radio, one of his keys was, hey, look, at some point this becomes about you and, and what you want to do professionally, right? Yeah. yeah, no doubt. I mean, I thought Ito Smith, today six carries, 24 yards, caught a couple balls out of the backfield. Ito Smith's a guy that's kind of stepped forward here in the last couple of weeks. One reason or another, good for him. He's trying to make a statement about who he wants to be as a player. Yeah, similar to him as Gage is that other guy we just there talked about. Guys who are on the kind of latter end of their contracts and saying, hey, do I want to be a part of this team? Do I want other organizations to see I have value? Mm. And I think those guys are showing that now. So you got a couple guys who are on that side of this is, yeah, we want to win ball games, but I got to put some really good things on tape just in case, you know, hey, if I want to be here or somewhere else because everything is being looked at. And how you play in these ball games, even though you're 4-10, and 10, hmm. other teams don't care. They want to see how you individually play in these ball games to set themselves up going forward in the future. Keanu Neal, same way? Talk yeah. about a guy who oh, came absolutely. to play today. Yeah, no doubt, because he's a guy who last couple of years has been injured. Right. And regardless of talent, they want to see this guy continue to play at the pace when you went out and drafted him. So if he continues to play the way he's played this year, downhill, yep. physical, uh, all over the field, can cover people. I mean, he is a guy that absolutely is playing for his future as well. All right. You know the final, 31-27. Tampa comes from behind. They go to 9-5. and five. They're in Detroit next Sunday before hosting Atlanta in the regular season finale. Falcons fall to 4-10, and 10, and they will be in Kansas City next Sunday at 1 o'clock. DJ and I will be back here after that ball game again in our little spot here at the stadium <laughs> to recap it for you on the Atlanta Falcons postgame breakdown presented by AT&T. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everyone. See you next Sunday.